0: Chapter 12, Henry Jr. Makes Good on His Threat I went about the rest of my week as usual. School, football practice, and church. There was no sign of Henry Jr. anywhere. No one lurking in the bushes. No strange people at the football field or standing outside my house. On Saturday morning, I was prepping for Xavier as Justin played with his Lightning McQueen toy from the movie Cars. Xavier stood right beside my workstation. This week, he wanted an edge up with a small fro like Steph Curry, and I was ready to try it. I grew my hair out for two weeks, just like you said, he told me as he sat in my chair. I grabbed my clippers. Man, I wish I had caught the winning touchdown last week instead of Jessica, Xavier said. It's not fair. Why is Jessica on her team anyway? She's the only girl. Xavier loves to win, and I could tell that this had been bothering him. She's good, Xavier. She's been in sports from the time she could walk, I think. Plus, her dad played football in college, and they practiced catching the ball and running routes all the time, Xavier said quietly, looking at the mirror like he was thinking. I knew what it felt like to want to be the best at something, and I bet Jessica knew too. They should just talk. Before I could suggest it or even finish Xavier's cut, I heard someone pounding at the door. It sounded like Jordan. He's big enough to knock that loudly. Plus, he always likes to be first. Boom, boom, boom. I peered out the door. The person outside was not Jordan. It was a man in a button-down, short sleeve shirt, church pants, and church shoes. He was carrying a clipboard. Is this the house of mr and miss slayton evans who wants to know i asked well i need to speak with an adult young man he said and handed me a business card that read robert victor county health inspector meridian lauderdale county health department 5224 valley street meridian mississippi 39307 Phone 601-123-4567. I was told an unlicensed barbershop was operating out of this home, he continued. Well, my grandparents aren't here, I said. It was true. Granddad was visiting burial insurance clients, and Saturday was a busy day for Grandma's ceramics classes. This was when most people could go. Mom had gone shopping with Vanessa. My family trusted me enough to leave me alone for an hour or two. Mr. Victor pushed past me, and I tried to block him. It didn't work. He just barged right in. I was busted. I'm going to need all you little fellas to get home to your parents right now, Mr. Victor said to Xavier and Justin. I guess he thought Justin was another one of my clients. Can you wait for JD to finish my edge up? I'll look terrible if I walk out like this, Xavier said. Mr. Victor let out a smug little laugh. His belly jiggled over his belt buckle. No, son, he replied. You have to leave now. I suggest you get your hairline finished at the real shop in town. Hart and son, they have a license. That stung. I might not have a license, but my skills were way better than Henry Jr.'s. Mr. Victor explained that this was a warning. If he came by again and my business was open, he'd talk to my grandparents, and I'd be in real trouble. When he was done with his lecture, he spun around on his shiny black shoes and marched out the door. Henry Jr. had gone through with his threat. I had to figure out how to get him back and stop him from destroying my life.
1: Chapter 13 The little barber strikes back. After my mom got home with Vanessa, my entire family sat down in the kitchen for dinner like we always did on weekends. This time, there was steak, rice, and collard greens that had been simmering all morning. Normally, I would have been on my second helping, but I just couldn't stop thinking about Mr. Victor and his threat. I used my fork to push the food around my plate. Eat your greens, J.D., my mom said. I want another piece of cornbread first, I told her. J.D., is something wrong? she asked. It's not like you to talk back, and never have you ever been this silent around my food. How did she always know when something was bothering me? I shoveled the rest of my greens into my mouth, pretending they tasted like the candy I had bought with all my barbershop money. I didn't want her to ask any more questions. J.D. has a new video game console in his bedroom, Vanessa said. My mom looked at me, shocked. I had been able to keep my full-blown barbershop a secret from her because she had lots of exams to finish up her MBA. Kids track was in the morning on Saturdays, so Vanessa hadn't entirely caught on to what I was doing either. Well, Mom, people have been paying me for their haircuts, and I saved enough money to buy it myself, I told her. That explains all the kids been running in and out of this house all weekend, Granddad said. Your grandmother and I were just talking about that with your mother. They all turned to look at one another. Granddad shook his head and smiled. I guess I have a little Henry Jr. on my hands, Mom said. I will tell your Uncle Hal to put a pair of clippers in the box next time he sends clothes. I cringed inside when Mom mentioned Henry Jr.'s name. I also wasn't too excited about getting a new set of hand-me-downs, but an extra set of clippers sounded cool. I was happy Mom wasn't mad at my business. I didn't need another person trying to shut me down. If it was up to Henry Jr., I'd be out of business before I barely got a start. After dinner, I couldn't sleep, and for once, it wasn't all the candy I ate. I hardly had any left in my candy jar, which was looking almost empty. How would I ever be able to afford more, or the newest video games, and comic books? I would be back at Jordan's house using all his toys and gadgets just like before. Mom always told me that we had everything we needed, and it wasn't polite to expect others to just give us stuff. But with my barbershop, I could work for all those extras I wanted. Plus, it made me feel special. No one else at school could do what I did. Why would a grown man care so much about one kid cutting hair in his bedroom? And what could I do to stop him? I cut kids' hair better and cheaper than him, and that's why he was mad. This was his fault. I had to figure out a way to keep Henry Jr. from trying to destroy me. Maybe I could sneak into his barber shop and put super glue in between his scissors. Maybe I could replace all his cleaning solution with the blue Gatorade we used at Pee Wee Football. Who was I kidding? All my ideas were terrible. I needed to team up with someone to think of something great. I knew just the person.
2: J.D. in the Great Barber Battle. Chapter fourteen. The plan. What could he want from a kid? I asked Jordan. I told him about Henry Jr. snooping on me. We sat in a tent in his backyard. It was the best place for thinking. I grabbed a flashlight, and each time it lit up, you could see the football paint I put under my eyes. Man, whatever, he said. Forget that dude. I can't forget him. He's trying to shut down my barber shop. We have to come up with a plan to stop him. Do you want dope haircuts or not? After years of playing madam with Jordan, I knew he had good ideas in his head. I beat him most of the time, but not always. What if we send him a letter and tell him it's from the health department and he's about to be shut down? Ain't gonna work, Jordan said. He knows the rules. What if I sneak into his store and put dishwasher liquid in his shampoo and bubbles in his shaving cream can? I tried next. "'Nope, ain't gonna work,' Jordan said. "'You're just gonna end up in juvie.'" "'Well, are you going to think of something, or just gonna say, "'Ain't gonna work,' to everything I say?' I shouted. "'Maybe if you think of something that will work, "'then I'll say something different,' he replied. "'We both paused and stared at the flashlight. "'Why don't you just challenge him to some kind of a game "'like we do in football every week?' "'I smiled. "'Jordan had come up with the beginning of a good idea. "'Yeah, like a barber competition,' I said excitedly.'" We'll invite the whole town, Jordan added. If you win, you get to keep cutting hair in your bedroom, and he has to leave you alone. Now that sounds like a plan, I said. I turned off the flashlight. On the walk home, I let the plan fully develop in my mind.